Hey, welcome back to the Breakdown Bible Podcast. We are so thankful that you decided to join us yet again this week. If this is your first time listening, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the podcast right before this. We are in the middle of a conversation with a man of God named Brother Allen, and he is uh, talking about his testimony as we discover a walk with God. So join us as we continue in that conversation today. How long have you been serving God, Brother Allen? I'm just this curious. year makes fifty years. Come wow. on now. Wow. The five years that I served him before I went into service. Yes. And then since nineteen seventy five I've been serving the Lord this time. Wow. That's forty five more years. Wow. Fifty years altogether. Wow. And you're at you're a young age of, if you don't mind telling us you're the young age. How old are you? 82. 82. 82. 82. Come on, 82, 82. years 82. young. And but I was, I was saved when I was 17. Wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, no, I just gotten out of high school. Okay. And I, I was 18, I'm sorry, 18. October of 1957, I got saved. Mm. April of, of uh, October of 56, I got saved. And April of 57, God filled me with the Holy Ghost. Wow. wow. Thank you, Lord. But this is the thing that made it so dramatic, even when I was in the service. Yeah. I'd go out with the guys, and I'd be the most loud and most boisterous, and, you know, yeah. and I'd get back in the barracks, and the lights would turn out, and I'd say, God, don't leave me. Yes. Mm. Come on. Don't forsake me. I'll go to hell. Yeah. yeah. Don't let me die. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because the Holy Ghost was still there, brother. Come on. Yeah. He was still knocking yeah. on the door. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And, but, you know, I had to open that door from the inside. That's good. It starts with us, don't it, yeah. Brother Allen? Yeah. I'm so glad. I know you've seen that picture when I was a little boy. You see that picture of Jesus standing outside the door. You know, he's at the door and knocking. he's just knocking. He yeah. said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Yeah. And I, you've heard me say that multitude of times, you and Drew both. I, <clears throat> I'm so glad we don't serve a God that forces us. Yeah. You list like you said, I had to choose. I had to choose to walk with him. I had to choose to have a relationship with him. See, it's not really a relationship when it's forced, is it, right. Brother yeah. Allen? Yeah. Well, and, uh, and uh, it makes you if, you, if you, if we're forced into the relationship, yeah. you're not going to care about the relationship. Right. 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 It's if you're, you know, it's like we're forced to work. We really don't want to work, right? We really don't <laughs> want to work, but we don't have to. But we know that's what pays the bills. Yeah. But but knowing that this is something that we want to do, right? It's the relationship that we want to have. Again, that goes back to our purpose. Yeah. Right. We want to have the purpose with God, yes. and that there's got to be a driven factor to have that relationship with God, and it starts with us. Yeah, and right. we have to come to the realization that you know you're gonna go to hell, or you're gonna go to heaven. Right. Right, and you got you got to realize that moment of where we're going. No man or woman yeah. will ever accomplish much for the master. Come on, unless you have that relationship. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that that's relationship. It. That's, that's it. Right it's there. Good. And you know, uh, three or four weeks ago, we went down to Southern Illinois. <laughs> I was going to go down for Decoration Day and put flowers on a wife's grave sure. and mm-hmm. make sure dudes. I pay some guy for mowing the lot and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, to make a long story short, uh, I got a brother-in-law that actually introduced me to the mining industry. Mm-hmm. And he was working in the mines before me, several years before me. And that was before 1969 is when the, the federal government passed water on the machines to 
to uh, to stop the dust, or gotcha. to stop a lot of the dust. Right, right. And he was there before I was, and uh, now he's on on oxygen twenty four hours oh, a day, wow. black lung. Oh, well, wow. I, I would say probably in the in the last stages because of the coal. I, I, because of the coal. Because I mean, of the coal. Okay, gotcha. yes. And I went down. We went down. Angela and Joel uh, drove me down there because they wanted to see the grave and yeah. everything too. And we got to see some of my friends, and uh, was blessed, blessed. Yeah. Because of the reputation that we had. Yeah. Back there. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw my brother-in-law sitting in a chair like this. Mm. Yeah. Oxygen 24 hours a day, taking mm. four oxygen treatments a day. Wow. And I said, Tom, I came down, I want to pray with you. Uh, he, he married the older sister. He and I married sisters. Okay. And he married the older sister. And uh, uh, they married quite young, had a couple of children, a boy and a girl. But anyway, to make a long story, they got, now they got grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Yeah. But I said, Tom, uh, I want to pray with you, and I prayed with him. And he said, uh, Alan, what's that word about uh, uh, the light? I am the light, and I am the way. I said, the scripture says that I am the light, I am the way. No man, I am the life, and no man comes unto the Father except by me. Yes. Yeah. And he's a, he's, a, he's a professing Christian. Mm -hmm. I don't know to what depth, but, I, but he... He evidently, I know he has read the scripture much in the past. Sure. I don't know what kind of life he's living right now, but sure. in that uh, terrible condition, barely able to go to the bathroom by himself. Wow. You know, not able to get out of the house and whatever. Yeah. But anyway, I prayed with him. And uh, I, I told Angela and Joel, I said, that's one thing I want to do before we leave. I want to pray with Tom. Praise God. And... Uh, uh, he's uh, if God doesn't minister to him, he's not long for this world. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, God so beautifully let me uh, visit some of the friends back there. Good. And uh, this one Baptist brother, he and I used to knock heads all the time. <laughs> but anyway, he became one of my closest friends. Wow. And now uh, he got me up here. Look, I'm like I'm walking on water. <laughs> <laughs> But he, uh, <clears throat> we went by and seen him, and we got to pray with him. And, and uh, the little young lady that used to be uh, uh, in my Sunday school class, wow. I got to see her and her husband. And her husband is a young preacher. Yes. And uh, just doing great. Praise just doing God. good. But God is just so good. Yes. And I want to give. I want to give knowledge or accent to my former pastor, mm -hmm. Carl Stroder. Yes. Judy Robbins knows him personally. Gotcha. I mean, he's passed on to be with the Lord now. Yes. Yeah. But when uh, years ago, uh, when he was in, in Centerville, Missouri, mm -hmm. he, he was over there at a Baptist church, uh -huh. and he worked in the educational system. He came to, to CBC, oh, wow. had three degrees from CBC. Wow. And, uh, but... Uh, he, he was he was such a mentor to me. Mm. See, like I said, my dad died when I was 13, and sure. I grew up the hard way. Yes. It's very, very difficult for a woman to talk to young teenage boys and tell them the yeah. facts of life or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very difficult. And uh, 
uh, I've always looked up to him. They treated me like a father. Mm -hmm. He was 15 years older than me. And, uh, but anyway, to make a long story short, he was in VA hospital. He was in, he was in the Korean War. Wow. And I happened to be in the hospital room when the doctor came in to see him. And uh, he, had, he, had, he had prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. And he'd been diagnosed with it for, uh, for, I believe it was 15 years before the doctor, uh, uh, he came into VA hospital. And at that time, he was about 60, 65 years old. And the doctor asked him, said, how long have you had this prostatic cancer? And he said, 15 years. And that doctor, he was a foreigner, you know, working for the federal government. Yeah. 15 years? <laughs> <laughs> he'd had <clears throat> several treatments, you know, and he'd, uh, he'd catheterized himself. And he oh had wow. palsy and wow. oh, he would do a terrible job. Wow. And, make himself bleed and everything else, just trying to get the urine out of his body. Right, right, right. But uh, I happened to be there that day, and he was such a, uh, a, a witness, a force, forceful man of God. Yeah. And he said to me, he said, you know, Alan, he said, Hezekiah asked the Lord for 15 years. Yeah. And he said, I've asked the Lord to give me 15 more years. Mm -hmm. And that was when he was 65. Mm. He died when he was 93. Wow. wow. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Wow. But he was such a mentor to me. He taught me so much. Absolutely. Even when I came back to the Lord, I smoked for a long time. Mm -hmm. One winter day, it was, uh, uh, well, it was in November 1985. Mm. See, I remember this. Yeah. November 17, 1985, I gave up smoking and never smoked another one since. Wow. It's November 17, 1985. Praise God. But he jumped on me that morning. Mm. Me and him were standing on the, on the south side of a garage. The sun was shining beautifully. And out of the north wind, you know, we just stepped over there. With the radiating the heat off of the siding of that building and yeah. uh, the sun shining. And he said, Al, you need to quit that smoking. It's running your witness, running your testimony. Come on, mm. come on. So that day when I went to work, I was mad at him and mad at God. <laughs> <laughs> and the Spirit of the Lord came up on me. And I said, God, how much of me do you want? Yeah. Mm. And God spoke to me right through my own lips. And I had not received the. I'd get down to pray and I'd stammer in tongues, yeah. but I'd never receive a dialect. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Right. And I was so full of God. Yes. And God wanted to be so full. I mean, me to be so full of Him. Yes. Uh, he wanted me to surrender completely. Come on. And I smarted off. <laughs> and I said, God, how much of me do you want? And He spoke right back through my own lips. And said, I want all of you. Come mm. on. Mm. Wow. I've always remembered that. Yes. And that was sometime in November of 1985. Wow. And then I, when I finally laid down the cigarettes, uh, the dialect came. The Holy Ghost came in the fullness, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Woo, he sought me. Yeah. He was chasing me. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. While I was chasing other things, he was chasing me. Oh, God. No man can come unto the Father except the Father draw him and he comes through the Son. Yes. Yeah. That's right. It's the Son that gives life. Yes. Yes. Aren't you glad that God still pursues us, Brother Allen? I'm just amazed at that. In fact, you know, a lot of times that's quoted in Genesis. It says, when God came into the cool of the garden, it's when man was hiding, wasn't it? Yeah. It's when Adam and Eve was hiding and they were convicted because they sinned against God, but yet he didn't abandon them. No. He come after them, didn't he? Yeah. I still want fellowship with you. In fact, I'm pursuing you right now. I love you so much. I'm going to find you right now. Yeah. And I'm going to deal with you. Yeah. Because I miss us walking together. How powerful is that? This is the thing that amazes me. Even though I've followed the Lord for 50 years, mm. He's still trying to put things into me. <laughs> he's still mm. trying to correct me. Come on. He's still trying to bring me to that place. Man. And I thought, brother, in the message Sunday, some of you are playing church. Yeah. You don't really have that relationship you should Come have. On. Mm. Brother, this is the thing that speaks to my heart. Yes. Yeah. And yes. how much closer can we get and how much more can we surrender? Yes. Uh, I think of that song, I Surrender All. Yes. yes. I think of that one that you all sing. Yes. Uh, let me see if I can think of it. Uh, uh, I give myself away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He'll never force me. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. But he entices me. He keeps drawing me to, like a lover. Hallelujah. You know, yeah. yes. He keeps trying to get me yes. where he wants me to be. Amen. And I think that goes into the fact of uh, the walk never ends. You know? Never. And, you know, and yeah. it, it, it's not something that you'll ever reach a destination. You'll never reach the destination with God because God will always bring you to the next portion. And, the next por and there'll always be something to keep drawing you closer to Him and to keep walking in His footsteps. There's always something. You know, we see even Abraham or even Methuselah, you know, who uh, is recorded to live, you know, be the longest living person, 969 years. Uh, you know, I guarantee, you know, we, we're only living in, you know, even an 82-year-old life compared to 969. You t talk about... Uh, you know, even at year 300, God is still, yeah. you know, bringing revelations into yeah. our lives. Yeah. Uh, 600, you know what I mean? All these years, God is still enticing us to get closer to Him and to want to have that walk with Him. Can he you... enticed Enoch for 60 years. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Enoch kept coming back. That's right. Yeah, kept that's right. coming back. Yeah. And God kept, oh, if, he, man, if that man could only speak. Yeah. But he's, his words are hidden. Yeah. You know, yeah. God has not recorded those words. Yeah. It just says that he walked with God for 60 years and he was not because God took, took him. him. And yeah. what, a, what a powerful... I mean, I, for 300 years. I yeah, right, right, think, right. You know, think about this, though. It, we have four scriptures yeah. that really talk about Enoch. And that's it. And that's, yeah, it. that's it. But look what a legacy he's left. Yes. For the, the To where we're sitting and having a conversation about him today because of just you know we're we're trying to just grasp the faith that much of what Enoch had you know think about this that God had it, God and Enoch had such a close relationship that God was like you know what you're already this close to me you might as well just come back up with me yeah. i mean think about that like 
could we ever get to the point where we walk so close with God Mm -hmm. to where he says, you know what, you're already this close to my glory. You're already this close to my presence. Mm -hmm. Which which just makes us want to go further as Christians. Which make you know, which in turn says we we can't live the way this world lives. You know, and when you said that God God wants all of you, you know, God you know, you we have these small sins that to us don't mean a lot. Or to us, uh, these small things that are keeping us from God. And to us, it it seems so minute. But God says, I want everything. And once you give everything, then you can come closer to me. Right? And then I think that Enoch had to come to a place of understanding with having his own kid. Right? Before God said, hey. And then then, then you see that relationship grow. Right? Of what we were talking about, that walk with God. I wonder how many times God had dealt with Enoch in that 65 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. To come walk with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it says that he walked with God for 300 years. Yes, right. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. And it's amazing to me that, and you made such a good point already, that Methuselah already seen his dad. Yeah. I mean, he had to. I mean, I believe this. It doesn't say it in Scripture. I'm just, I know I'm kind of adding a little bit right, here. Right, yeah. But I just believe when they ask, well, where's Dad at? Well, he's walking with God. Yeah. He's talking with God. Yeah. He's having a relationship with God. And then it came to the point where the Father from heaven sit there and, you know, go ahead and say, joined me and, and took him up. And then everybody, well, where's where did Enoch go? Yeah. Where did, where did he, uh, yeah. God says, I just can't take it anymore, nor Enoch can take it anymore. And But we know this. I mean, that, like Drew said, only three or four scriptures of Enoch, but that was enough right there. Yeah. Now, whole bi- there's a whole biography in four scriptures that I say, if I want anything on my tombstone, good yeah. God Almighty, yeah. Brother yeah. Al, if I want anything on my tombstone, I just want it to be said that he walked with God. Yeah. That's enough, isn't it, right there? Yeah. Cruzma Magazine came out an issue a couple of issues ago and had Pat Robinson on there. Mm. Pat Robinson, right on the front page, said he'd walked with God for 60 years. Wow. Wow. For 60 years. Wow. You know, this is the thing that amazes me about those few scriptures. Yes. God, in his awesomeness, put everything we need to know. Yeah. In that little bit. Yeah, right that's there. true. That's right. And in the same time, he puts that hunger in your heart. God, help me to be like Enoch. Yes. Come on. Yes. Help me to be like your son. Absolutely. Brother, you mentioned the Apostle Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Philippians 3 and 10 is one of my favorite verses. Come on. I may know. That Come I on. may know him. Yes. Yeah. And the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his image. Yes. And if by some means, I might attain to the resurrection. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always felt since I was a kid that if God allowed me to live the normal life expectancy, I would see the Lord coming in my day. Mm. Come on now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long he's going to give me. (laughs) (laughs) I pray. I told you that the other day, Brother Allen. I says, I'd love for us to all go out at the rapture. And I tell you, you as well as I know, time is so short. And I sense that in my spirit, that, that the, the craziness of this world, that time is so short and the coming of the Lord is so near, isn't it? It really is. While we're talking about this, I know I've had so many people talking to me. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Since the diagnosis came out that I had prostatic cancer. Right. 
And I said, I believe God has healed me. Come on. I believe that He's healed me. I Hallelujah. believe that He's... When I go back to the doctor in August for a PSA, Glory. I believe God has healed me. I believe Amen. it's going to be within a normal level. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Amen. And I'm just saying, Amen. He told me and Angela sitting in the office, it'll never go below eight. And the last time I had a PSA, it was 5.9. <laughs> yeah. yeah, amen. He said, it'll never go below eight. Come on. Uh, but I, I believe that God has... I had uh, Eric, Eric Harden's wife. Yes, yes. Uh, Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie. Yes. Asked me Sunday, said, uh, how are you feeling? I said, honey, I believe God has healed me. Come on. Amen. Well, I, I just believe that God has healed me. Hallelujah. And Hallelujah. Uh, this is the thing that I'm saying. I've been hanging on to Psalms, <clears throat> Psalms 118 and verse 17. Mm -hmm. Thou shalt not live, I mean, thou shalt not die, but live mm -hmm. and declare the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Thou shalt not die, but I live and declare the works yes. of the Lord. You know, last winter when I was so sick, I didn't know if I was going to live or not. Right. I, I just didn't know if I was going to make it or not. Mm -hmm. And me and the Lord had a little talk, and I talked to him like he's my best friend. Yes. And he is. Come on. But anyway, and he is my best friend. Come Amen. on. Amen. Come on. I said, Lord, uh, how about this thing here? I, I, I just don't feel good, whatever. Right. And I said uh, something about going to be with the Lord, and he said, I felt in my heart, in my ear, in my spirit, in my heart, Yes. He said, I'm not done with you yet. Come on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know how long I'm gonna live. I'm not right. I'm not die before the week is over. Sure. He is not any of us. Right. Yeah. yeah, any, any of, of us. That's right. Right. While I'm here, I that's the legacy that I want to leave. Come yeah. on. The one that Enoch left. Yes. That he walked with God, he pleased God. Yes. I I constantly pray, Lord. Forgive me of my sins. I guess I've got that much badness in me. <laughs> That's all of us. Absolutely. I say that every day, Brother Allen. Absolutely. But I say, Lord, yes. if there's something in my heart that's yes. displeasing with you, something yes. in my life, please put your finger on it. Yes. I'll repent of that thing. I'll turn from it. Come on. I'll be on. I'll be the best man that I can be. Come yeah. on. Help me to be the best man that I can be. Right. Right. You know? I know we're going over time. No, 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 you're good. And I think I think you're you're doing that, yes. And 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 you know half of the reason why we we brought you into this is because not only us but many people in our in our church and a lot of people who know you, people who live you know we have people oh, we found out that are listening all across America on this, so they may not know you, but I'm gonna tell you, Brother Allen is a man of God that absolutely you know shows up. And is on time with the message of God, and He's always there. Um, and you can tell He knows His Scripture, and you're what an example that you are. Amen. And I and I don't and I'm right there with God to say I don't I don't think He's done with you yet because I think there are some lives that um, you need to impart into people. You know, um, some things that could be put into people. Yes only by you and that only you can say and even doing this podcast is a great example of that because no one can tell your testimony like you and and then that that just wraps around to the fact of that we all have a testimony with God right. and that we all have a walk with God and it's important that not only that we share it with people but that also we live it out Absolutely. you know and I think you're you're doing it 
to the best of your ability mm-hmm. of living and walking with God. And it shows because it's, it's not only affecting you, but it's not it's affecting us, mm-hmm. and it's affecting the people in this mm-hmm. church. And that's but the thing that we can go off of. if he'll do it for me, he'll do it for you. Boy, that's, yeah, right. that's right. That's right. This is the thing that I want to impart. Yeah. Yes. yes. You know, Sister Stephanie Harden yes. had been used of the Holy Spirit right. several times. Yeah. But when she first started giving the exhortation in tongues, right. uh, I just felt prompted to go to her. And I said, Stephanie, put my arm around her and I said, Stephanie, there's only one thing, one criteria Come on. that God requires of you. Mm. Be faithful. Come on now. Come on. Be faithful. Be obedient. Yes. Yes. To him and to his word. Yeah. Yes. And he'll use you. Amen. Thank you for joining us on this podcast and believe that God has really touched you through this special message. If you want to learn more about Calvary Christian, tune into calvarychristianag.org. If you want to give and see the gospel go across the four corners of this earth, we'd love for you to help out. God bless you.